Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Cosmic Valkyrie. Today, I want to talk about some money mindsets. I'm going to use myself as an example and specifically my journey through a divorce and how that set into motion a new discovery and a new level of awareness around money, what needed to change and how I needed to change it and where it's led me to today. But before we get on to that, I want to personally invite you to my Facebook group. It's Coaches Creating Cosmic Alliances. It's a female entrepreneurs coming together to support and inspire one another through their business journey. Because I believe that we are all here together. There is no competition in my group. Everyone is welcome and everyone is welcome to promote because the only competition is the one that we have against scarcity and lack. Let's admit it. There is enough for all. So make sure to come and join. We're all here for the same reason. So the bigger the community, the bigger the typhoon of transformation. You're listening to the Cosmic Valkyrie podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Louise. My Dharma is to help you completely let go of those limiting beliefs formed from your past trauma so that you can step into the power of possibility. My Evolution 10x Method will help you connect with your inner wisdom and trust, moving you from a hobbyist of your own life into a focused visionary so you can manifest the life that you've always desired. I blend subconscious reprogramming, awareness, and interpretation to help you ascend and align with your higher purpose and your higher self. Here you will integrate with your cosmic consciousness to create the expansion and success you came to earth to experience. Before we get started, just let me state my standard disclaimer that all the answers on this podcast and in general are for informational and educational purposes only and in no way a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice. I'm just going to dive in here to my personal story when it pertains to money around my first marriage. Back in the early 2000s, I married a gentleman from Bombay and he moved to the United States and we had a very short and tumultuous marriage. There's a reason why I told you that he's from Bombay, India. It's because when he was living over here, he didn't have a work permit he had to get his green card first, which took about the first year of our marriage. And then after that, he was working remedial jobs when he was qualified for much more. He has his own stories around that. I'm not going to go into it. But what I want you to hear here is I took upon the responsibility to get him credit cards, to buy us a house, to buy us automobiles. I paid for everything. And he was used to living in excess and I was used to giving. So during the short time together, he racked up a number of credit card bills. We had car payments. I had the mortgage. But when I decided that the marriage was over and that he had to leave, I decided I was going to keep all of it. It was my exchange for just getting out of the marriage. That's how badly I wanted out. So I took all of the debt. Now I was working as a corporate American executive. I wasn't making multiple six figures, but I was doing okay if it was just me. So when I took over his credit cards, 
I didn't realize how big he had let them get. He had hid them from me. I set my intention to have everything paid off within three years. But what was my money story around this? My money story was, if I work harder, then I will be able to pay them off. And then when I have them paid off, I will finally have the money that I want to change my life and become the person that I want to be. And so that's what I did. But the reality was I was an executive. I was salaried. No matter how many hours I would put in at my corporate job, I would never make more money. I knew that. So I worked and worked and worked. I worked my ass off. For three years, I was working close to 90-hour weeks doing different things, including direct sales. I started selling my arts and crafts. I had so many streams of income coming in to try and get it paid off. Within three years, I had paid off all but $10,000 worth of it. That means I had paid off $30,000 of his credit card debt. But guess what? During that amount of time, I was sacrificing everything. I wasn't having fun with friends. I wasn't traveling. I was skipping meals. I was sacrificing food to pay off debt. I was living in scarcity and lack, paycheck to paycheck, because I wanted to get rid of the debt so badly. Here's what I want you to hear right now. Money mindset does not change when you make more money. So as I paid off the debt, I didn't change my mindset. The more money I had available didn't change my outcomes. I began to notice that no matter if the debt was gone, I was still living in scarcity and lack. But I didn't really know where my money was going or why it seemed harder. I did see in my life that I stopped taking on more things to do to get the money. So I equated that at first with, oh, I don't have as much money because I'm not doing all these multiple streams. I've quit that part-time job. But when I started looking over my own personal finances, I noticed that there wasn't a really big difference in the amount of money that I was bringing in. So why was I still living in scarcity? The single common denominator in that circumstance was me. It had to be something that I was doing. That was what I thought. I was like, I'm working so hard. How do I not have money when I've paid off all that debt? The reality is we can work really super hard and we can pay off debt, but that's not going to change our abundance factor. That's not going to change our frequency, our ability to attract and receive money. That comes from the inside. That comes from subconscious belief systems about who we are, our capabilities, and the world around us. So as long as I was still maintaining the same mindset from scarcity and lack, I was continuing to manifest scarcity and lack. And for me to change that, I need to change on a core level. So here's really some basic goods for you. Most of you are living from have, do, be, meaning if I just have the money or if I just pay off that debt, then I will be able to do the things I want to do travel, see the world, and then I will be the person that I've always wanted to be, that debt-free human being. But the reality is we don't create that way. We are human beings, not human doings. The genesis of creating is who we are being. Now, it sounds really easy because we go, yeah, Lynn, I've heard that before, be, do, have. 
You've talked about it over and over on your podcast. I get it. But you don't. Because if you did, you would already have that successful outcome. So I want to go deeper today. When we talk about being as the genesis of creating, we're not just talking about those core level identities. It's the frequency in which they contain. You can't just say, I'm going to be a six-figure entrepreneur and I declare it today and then automatically start doing the things that you need to do. You see, this needs to be a core level identity. It means that you have to know it through and through that you are that person. So it's not just declaring it out loud. That reminds me of the episode of The Office where Michael declares bankruptcy to The Office. He yells it out, believing that that is how he's going to achieve it. You can't just verbally declare and then bringing in those characteristics of being unless you truly do believe on a core level that you are that six-figure earner. It becomes really sticky because there are so many belief systems wrapped around money. And this is one of the things that I'm so passionate about helping entrepreneurs around. Why? Because it was what held me back for so long. I didn't realize how deeply it was woven into my belief system and my core level identities. But there are some really easy paradigm shifts to make here. And I'm going to give them to you. The first thing is, in the be, do, have model, Most people automatically hear the, okay, I got to be that person. And then the rest of it kind of falls by the side and they focus on the being. But the reality is you still got to do stuff. You still have to do the things that need to be done to get the outcome you desire. But those things that you do have to be in alignment. They have to be able to support the business that you want to build You have to have that foundation laid energetically in alignment with what you want to create. So yes, it is so important that you first must be that person. But the second part is just as valuable. You still have to get into inspired action. Your six-figure business is not going to land in your lap. You must do things to create it. It's just not operating in scarcity and lack. It is not checking the boxes, acting like an employee, clocking in and out of your office. You are a visionary. So it is energetically aligning with the things that need to be done. I'm talking about creating the attraction organically to bring in the audience that wants what you have. This is so important I hear entrepreneurs saying, once I have that multiple six-figure business, then I will be able to buy the Facebook ads, and then I'll be able to attract the clients that I want, and then I'll be able to be that successful entrepreneur. And I say, that's a broken model because Facebook ads are not you. You must first be the six-figure entrepreneur. And then you must do the things that is going to attract organically that beautiful, aligned clientele that wants what you have. This is so important for you to hear. Being means you are going to have to reflect on who you were, who you've become, and who you want to be. You have to get really clear and really down and dirty on where your gaps are where you are not living in integrity to what you want to create in your business. 
Are you doing the things that you say you need to do? Does it feel good when you're doing them? Or is it like pulling teeth to get you to go into your office? I'm going to be honest, this journey is not easy all the time. It can be hard, but hard does not mean bad. Hard means limitless. It means every day you have the ability to be better and to do more to elevate your consciousness to a place where you can attract more and better clients, to live in alignment with what you came here to do. You can have all the funnel systems. You can have great sales pages and you can have all the formulated content that you desire. But if it is not in alignment and created with joy and ease out of service and the desire to help and transform lives, It's not going to land. Everything is energy. Everything. That means your core level identities are energy. You can say all day long, I am the CEO of my business. But if on a core level, you do not believe and know it, you will not have the results that you desire. You are an amazing coach. You have that down. That is one of your identities. You're good. You got that. Now it's time to develop that core level identity of entrepreneur, of online CEO, of visionary. Those are the ones to focus on. Get to know those. Reprogram that subconscious into a supportive ally and then do the things you need to do in alignment with the energy that is going to attract the people that want to work with you. Creating flow, ease, and joy within your business. You did not become an entrepreneur to struggle. You became a life coach to transform lives. But if you are sitting on the fence and you are struggling day to day with that, your clients are out there struggling just as hard. They need what you have. It's time for you to step into your personal power. You have hundreds of women out there that need what you have. So get off the bench, get down in the arena and start kicking some ass in your business. It's time for you to dominate your personal business because that will be a direct reflection on how many lives you're transforming. The more money you make, the more lives you can transform. The more lives you transform, the more money you make. The money is a representation of your achievements in transforming lives. So once again, making more money doesn't change your mindset. Your mindset has to change now so that when you begin to funnel that money into your life, you don't have to struggle. You don't have to fear that it's only temporary. You will know that everything is and always will be okay and operate from a new state of being a new awareness. So get busy because the world is waiting for you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. If you love helping others, then please share this via your social media with friends and family. If you found value in it, they will too. Also, if you have questions, I'm here for you. You can email me questions to thecosmicvalkyrie at gmail.com. I might even use one of your questions on future podcast episodes. Also, I do have a personal request. I believe that we are all here to help each other 
He'll grow and evolve. So let's help more people. If you would, please leave a nice review on iTunes. It will help the algorithms and I would be forever grateful. And through your assistance, we could transform more lives.